everyone! Welcome to The Smile Project, a podcast from School of Dentistry. I am you. Thank you for joining us today. This podcast is all about holistic dental education on the go. This would enhance your knowledge and attitude, not only towards dentistry, but life as a whole. Tune in to hear and learn from specialists from various fields of dentistry, sharing their experience and discussing topics in the realm of dentistry. Also, we have in store a small dose of inspire and influence, a section for quotes and productivity tips. So, let's begin! So, hello everyone! Welcome back to another episode of the Smile Project Podcast. I'm Kehwe, your host for today, and together with me, I have two very special guests. They are our very own alumni from the IMU School of Dentistry, partners in life, and most importantly, people with great values who really have a heart to serve. So let us welcome Jill and Kenneth from DT117. Woo! Hello! Yeah, hi Jill, hi Kenneth. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for being here today. So before we get into the questions and, you know, just a brief discussion of how the local track is and how partner school is like, I would like you to give us a brief intro of who you guys are. Okay, I can do this. My name is Kenneth. Uh, I'm born in KL, Charas, and this year is my wife, Jill. We got married a few months ago, just, just this year in June. Um, currently, I'm working in uh, Penampam, Klinik Pekijam Penampam, uh, and I did my uh, BDS in IMU, and then after two and a half years, I twinned to New Zealand. Uh, I'm Jill, so I studied in IMU. Uh, I did my whole five years there, and currently, oh, I was also from KL, and currently, uh, we're staying in KK. I, I see, okay, so both are now in KK, and... I hope you guys are having a good time there. So yes, today, yes. yes, okay, that's good, that's good. We can talk more about that later. So uh, we have you here today with us to share with us some insights of your experiences, your stories on your dental school life. So the local track versus the transfer program. So I'm sure there are many students here who are tuning in that want to listen. So without further ado, let's go to our first question for today. Okay. Could you both please share with us a little bit on why and how you chose your respective uh, studies track? Mm, okay, I think I go for me. I have I actually didn't really know why I chose it. It was more like uh, I'm good. I want to try it out, and I was offered uh, this position, and I was offered a scholarship to to do it as well. So I'm like, oh, why not? I'll take it up, and yeah. But it's all right, particular. Okay, thanks, Ken. How about you, Jill? Uh, I did consider going overseas, but I think due to mainly financial reasons, I thought that it would be a better option to stay back locally as well as I always knew that I would want to work in Malaysia and serve the people here. So to me, there was not much point going overseas. Oh, good. That's good to know. Actually, for me personally as well, um, knowing where you want to practice in the future would kind of determine where you want to study. It yeah. Alright, thank you. So, um, this question is directed to Ken. Yeah. 
so you did your studies in the University of Otago, right? The partner school track from IMU. So how was your experience studying there abroad? And would you, you know, recommend our juniors to go there? Ah, I actually really love uh, my time, the whole two and a half years that I was in New Zealand. Uh, I think it's a very nice place to be. Uh, though there were quite a bit of uh, challenges and hardships, but we will share on it later if there's time. But I think overall the experience is more of a pleasant and sweet one. Than a I think there were a lot of memories that were made. Um, there were a lot of ex- new experience that we can encounter. So. Uh, even the school there, the institution there is really good as well. The facilities are good. The lecturers are really personal and they really want to help you grow and help you succeed in your, your, your career in, in dentistry. They want you to learn and they are really preparing you before you come out into the workplace. Yeah. So I think it's, it's really nice. I really liked it. I think one thing I really love the most, uh, about studying abroad is that there is a very <laughs> structure when it comes to like academic calendar so it's not where every year you are wondering or oh, when is your break going to be when is your holiday uh, when are when when's your exams going to be so it's it but over there it's more structured where um, in December January and February it's like your summer break so automatically uh, you would know that you would have a three months break and then in the mid-year about June July ish you have like a one month winter break kind of thing so I think that's one thing that I really like to have like that kind of structure in my academic academic life. Lah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, I think that would be nice if you can have it in Malaysia too. <laughs> a three months break would be really good, you know. Yeah. Like, just to take a break from dental school. Yeah. So how about you, Jill? How was your experience studying locally? And especially, I'm sure you were contacting Ken while he was there. So if you could have you know, like comparison of both experiences and how was it for you coping here locally? Um, I locally, I did enjoy my time here. I would not say that I have really any comparison. Uh, I feel that maybe going overseas, you would have more experience of uh, growing up and being, becoming more independent. But in terms of education, I feel it's quite similar. Uh, for the students in IMU specifically, we do have lab work, whereas there, not really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you can see that as a benefit or not, depending. So even though it's lab work, I feel that to a certain extent, you understand a few more things and you learn a few more things uh, in regards to when, let's say, you issue a denture uh, to a patient, if no... Uh, Possibly like the areas that can go wrong during the lab process. Um, also, uh, at least in New Zealand particular, in particular, uh, they don't do ortho and they don't do MOS, which we have the opportunity to do. But I think another thing I want to add on is my experience being that because you are away from your family, you're away from uh, people who are, you, you are comfortable with, you're away from home basically. So in a sense where you tend to find friends and people over there who you can call family. So actually I have, with the IMU friends that we, we've all went together, all of us, even though all of us, when we were here initially, we were all in separate group, uh, separate groups of friends. But when we went there, because we were quite reliant on each other and we hang out so often that like, 
we consider uh, the 14 hours as well. And almost every week we would, we would be hanging out together, we would have a meal together and just really like fellowshipping one another. And that was really nice. And on top of that also, I think what was also very nice is so the different culture experience uh, because I was quite I was also quite involved with a local church over there um, and through the church I get to meet a lot of uh, local people so like the Angmos and it was actually very nice because they even though our cultures were different but yet we shared the same value so like I hang out with them quite often as well where we we would Go on, go on holidays like they would take me out to like their family or like even there was once where it was a because it was locked down so the borders were still closed so we couldn't come back and it was Christmas so Christmas for them is a very big thing so one of my friends actually like invited me to his, like his his family Christmas and like we just had fun together and yeah it was just very amazing like, very fun like. yeah I think one last thing that I really enjoy is that because we have all these like breaks that we have right so the we the IMU and we will always take every opportunity we have to go on holidays, go on trips together and we would yeah, we would just travel the entire country like in a sense. Yeah. So that was that was really nice to be able to do that while studying. Yeah. Oh that sounds really fun and yeah, I guess it's really true whether local or overseas. Friends. Friends and the community yeah. is such a vital part of Yeah. This. It just keeps us keeps us sane, and it keeps. Mm. So um, yeah, I'm sure like we all know that dental school is not easy. There are ups and downs, and there are a fair share of challenges. So if the both of you could just share with us a little bit of the challenges you face while going through dental school, both locally and in University of Otago, and how you continued and what kept you going? In terms of challenges, I would feel the only thing is dental school is very hard, but I think that is the same everywhere. Uh, for me, what helped me kind of, I guess, persevere through it was, um, so I'm a Christian, uh, we're both Christians, and so that gave me a very big push to become a good dentist and a competent one at that because I feel like it would be no point if I go out and I still don't really know what I'm doing and then I can't really help people out. So that was a very big uh, motivational factor for me to work hard and do well. I think for me, what was tough wasn't so much of the studying the, the part of dentistry, but it was more of, um, like I said just now, moving to a new place, moving out of home. Uh, it's just the different... Diff- the, the Going out of your comfort zone, that was challenging for me. So when I actually went to, when I first went to New Zealand, very tough for me for the first three months that I was there. Um, I was just so homesick. I felt like I lost everything I had by going to New Zealand. I lost all my friends. I lost um, my family. I lost my uh, community. Um, and so the first three months there was very tough for me. La. But I think what really kept me going, what kept me there. So I actually was on the verge of coming back. Like I, I wanted to bail and come back and say, oh, yeah, like enough. But I think what kept me there was that I knew New Zealand wasn't where yeah. God wanted me to be. And 
uh, reason how I knew that was because I was like offered scholarships and stuff to be there and also like I knew very strongly that New Zealand was where God wanted me to be. So what really kept me there was just this feeling that he would see me through it, that I am where he wants me to be. Uh, and yeah, and really sure enough, after that, after that three months, it, it, God really took me out from that low point of my life and put me in, in, a, in a much better place. Lah. So that's why thinking back of the two and a half years, there's so much more like sweet memories, so much, uh, so much more out of it that I got rather than that three months. Lah. Yeah. But I think for him as well, um, what helped him kind of assimilate was to really immerse yourself in being there and mm-hmm. don't look don't look like, oh, maybe I should have stayed elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, don't look at the grass is green on the other side. Because mm-hmm. um, it's easy for him to compare like, oh, maybe IMU was better in certain, certain ways. But going overseas, you have different experiences yeah. that... Uh, uh, locals won't have. Yeah, I agree. I fully agree with that. And that was actually one of the key things that got me out of that three months of uh, of hardship where it was just switching my mindset to be present, to appreciate everything that I had, to really thank God for everything that has happened to me thus far when I was there. Because I remember when I just reached there, I was comparing every, every little thing. Like, uh, not even related to dentistry. You know, some things are, why is it so cold here? Why is it... Uh, why is why why is, why do I have to walk so far? Why I don't have a car anymore? Like, this small thing. Why do I have to learn how to cook? Why can't you know put me on the table and all those things? Yeah. So there were lots of complaining, but it was only after when I started to really take really, to really grow up uh, and really be thankful for every little thing uh, that it, it, I, I it was so much better than. Thank you so much for sharing. I think even me here, I I feel I just feel so happy for for you guys lah, for both of you that that you guys are now here doing doing what you're doing and and it's also assuring to I, I believe all of us who are tuning into the podcast that you know we will all face our fair share of challenges and you know, we hold on to whatever we have, whether it's faith in God or friends, family, God around us, and just have to keep looking forward and that mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, things and people who will make our experience more worthwhile. Mm. Okay, so let's move on to our next question. This is also for Ken. So there are many juniors who are, you know, curious um, as to how to choose their partner schools, which school to choose, and also what do the partner schools prioritize in their selection of students? Can you share with us some of your insights? why I chose what and then the other one is how the uni actually chose us. So why I actually chose, actually New Zealand wasn't my first choice. My first choice is actually Australia. Uh, reason being because it's more, it's closer, it's the closest to Malaysia. Australia is the closest to Malaysia and I just want to at least have like a place that's closer. And that's why UK and Canada and every any European country wasn't so much on my So. But when I was sitting for, uh, uh, I but I, the main key factor that actually changed was IELTS. So for Australia, actually, they actually require a seven, a score of seven for every individual component of it. Uh, and, but my writing for, for whatever reason, I just couldn't get to a seven. The best I could get was a 2.5. I knew I, when I was sitting for my, um, my final, my third IELTS test, and I knew it was my best already. Uh, and 
I really at that time I prayed and I told God as well, like God, you know, if if Australia is where you want me to go, I know that you can give me a seven. Like it's easy for you. But if not for that, then if Australia, if you want me to go to New Zealand, then so be it. Like you give me give me anything less than seven and you'll be fine. And when the results came, I got six point five, so I'm like, oh yeah, it's okay. Then I'll just go to New Zealand then. So um but what is one very fortunate thing about uh about our batch is that all of us actually got where we wanted to go uh, for our batchmates yeah because also there weren't any overlapping in terms of because you know every uni has a certain quota or certain number that they set so it was really uh really thank god that for our batch each of us wanted to go to a uni which still had space to accommodate us so that's why all of us went to get to where we are so if you ask me what the other unis look for in terms you know, to accept us, I don't really know that because mm, we didn't have that kind of comparison. So, like, I didn't have anything to compare to because we all got where we wanted to go. Uh, but I think if anything, maybe just maybe grades low, I guess. I don't know. But in honesty, I didn't do that well as well. So it's like, I don't know what they really look at. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, but thanks. Yeah, maybe... God's favor got you into. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> uh, so yeah, now that both of you have graduated and are residing in KK, yeah, do you guys have any individual goals for yourselves um, in the field of dentistry? And what are your goals as a couple together? For me, actually, I'm quite interested in ortho. I'm not sure whether I plan to specialize in it because that will be quite expensive. Uh, I may consider just taking courses, but we'll see. If I can specialize, I would definitely try to. Um, yeah, I think for me, it's, uh, my dream for the longest time has been to open my own clinic. But the how, the when, the where, uh, all the questions, the small details, like I have no idea. I'm really just one uh, step at a time. Wherever I am, just absorbing and learning everything that I can first. And yeah, if when God opens up the way, I'll, I'll take it. If not, I'll just wait patiently for it. Yeah. But as a couple, I don't know, man. We have never quite considered what yeah. our goal as a couple is. I think maybe one goal we have as a couple coming here to Sabah is that we want to be able to serve the community here. Mm-hmm. So one thing that we've really committed ourselves to is that when there is any opportunity to serve the community, like on weekends and stuff like that, we would want to avail ourselves to to go for it, and yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, that's what I guess as a couple, that's what we want to do. Mm. That's really good to hear. So, uh, last question for today, yeah. Uh, so, if you were to just give any advice to any of our juniors tuning in, what would it be? I would say that it does not really matter whether you stay locally or whether you go overseas. I feel that both you will end up as a dentist. Uh, whether you're a competent one is up to you. But in terms of the differences, I don't think that much. I think it's more important to seriously consider where you want to work in the future, your finances and your family. Yeah. I think for me, uh, what I would say, what tuning in would be to enjoy your journey. 
make lots of friends in dental school, join lots of things in dental school, but also be like do your due diligence of studying. But uh, I think one thing to remember is that grades are not everything. Uh, your success does not depend on your grade or how well you do or where you get A or what. when you come out into the work world, like none of this matters. And even uh, what is success to life? It's not about how much you earn, where you're working, or your status. But success in life is, for me, like, this is how I define it. Uh, I'm not that old yet, I'm just 25 years old, so I'm still learning as well. But so far, for me, success in life is just about the relationship that you have like, with the people around you. Like. And uh, like what Kerhoi said in the beginning, it's like the community, the people that you really do life with, and that's the most beautiful thing in life. Right, okay. Oh, Thank you so much, uh, Ken and Jill, for sharing your stories with us. And um, to me, it was very inspiring, and especially how how the values that you guys hold on to, and what drives you in life. Yeah. So thank you for being with us here today. And I'm sure that those who have tuned in, who have listened, they will feel some sort of assurance, and they have a better idea on what to expect in their journey, whether it's local or whether it's in you know partner schools anywhere around the world but most importantly we we do our best to just enjoy the process and become competent dentists that one day will serve and give back to the society so thank you so much again and we hope to see you soon with that we'll wrap up today's podcast for listening to today's episode of the smile project we hope you enjoyed if you would like to help support the podcast please share it with your family and friends and leave a rating or review thank you once again and i'll see you next time bye Bye.